Hey guys, welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode 15. I'm your host, Pam. Today, we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome. And before I drive in, I do want to say that I didn't know about this term until very recently. I will be um, I will be citing the source of the information that I'm going to kind of be giving you guys today in the show notes. So make sure you check those out. So I've never heard of imposter syndrome before. Uh, very recently, I've seen it on social media. I heard it, I think, like in passing on a commercial or something like that. And I thought to myself, what is that? And, you know, I like to occasionally ask my Instagram people what is something or what they define it as. And so I went to my Instagram and I was like, what do you guys think imposter syndrome is and have you ever experienced it? And I had a few people respond and one of them was like, oh, well, I think it's when you like impersonate or you try to be someone else on the internet. A couple of people mentioned that like they've experienced it and I came to realize that like we don't really know what this is, but I think a lot of us have experienced it and are currently experiencing it. And I just I just needed to like find out and then if it ever comes up in conversation, I can be like, yeah, I know what that is. I did a little bit of research on it. So I even looked up ex- examples about this because, again, I just didn't know what it was. And if you're listening to this and you're like, well, I know what it is. Great, let's have a seat and talk about it. By definition, imposter syndrome is an an internal experience of believing that you are not as competent as others perceive you to be. So basically, like in simple words, it's basically, it's as if you are something and you don't believe that you are. You know, like let's say you went to law school or you're a doc, you went to a certain amount of higher education, you got a master's and you question your ability to do something that you've received a lot of schooling and education and knowledge on. You know, that's one of the forms of imposter syndrome. You know, I'm fully qualified to do this, but my work is questionable. It's almost like your subconscious mind is telling you that you're not good enough, that you... That what you know that you're capable of doing, that you have these abilities, you, they should be questioned. You should question them. You can't really believe or trust yourself almost. It's as if like you haven't earned the position that you're in. You haven't earned where you are. And I've been seeing this a lot. And and when I looked at the definition, I was like, wait a minute, people, people question where they are. Or, or what they're currently doing because they don't think that they should be. People don't think that they're essentially good enough. And it got me thinking, first of all, how many of, a, of my friends and family have experienced this before, are currently experiencing it? 
And what kind of separates, like, why is it that this person feels it and that person doesn't? Like, where is that disconnect? And I, you know, I'll be transparent. I have experienced this before. I sometimes have questions where like, wow, like me, I'm doing this almost like it's almost like undercutting. It's not even being humble. It's like you're undercutting what you can do, what you are clearly capable of doing. And you're saying, no, no way. That's not me. I'm not that good at that. You think that, but I'm not. And I, I, I wanted to really look this up and, and, and just kind of like, well, what else does this mean? You know, I can't just be like, well, I just think I'm not good enough. Cause like, that's an insecurity, isn't it? Like, isn't that what that is? So, you know, I, I did some more research and it said specifically in this article that I read that it's the inability to realistically assess your competence and skills. It's attributing your success to external factors, you know, berating your performance or or putting yourself down, basically, like doing like, ah, I wasn't that good. It was all right. You know, I messed up or, you know, the fear that you won't live up to expectations, you know, even overachieving, you know, when you overdo something. You know, you you sabotage your own success. You you have self doubt. You know, you set very challenging goals and then you fall short, which further kind of emphasizes this imposter syndrome of like, you see, I'm really not that good. And then it kind of started to click for me. You know, I've actually experienced this from every corner of my life. You know, whether you come from immigrant parents. Whether you have OCD and it came from your mom who forced you to clean as a kid and and would essentially beat you because you didn't properly set up your teddy bears. You know, if you were raised by a single parent who seemingly had everything under control and they did it all by themselves and they achieved everything, you know, in one way or another, someone in my life, people that I know personally, people that I know through a friend of a friend, like everyone at some point or another has experienced imposter syndrome. I was talking to a friend uh, recently while I was kind of thinking about this topic and, and I said to her, hey, do you know what imposter syndrome is? And she was like, I have no idea what that is. And then I kind of had like I gave her like the explanation that I found and she said, oh, I just thought that that was insecurities. Like I've lived my whole life that way. And how many of us, how many of us are sitting here with this mindset of like, wow, I'm little old me, like, wow, that's really me doing that? Like, I did that? And it's almost like, it's crazy to think that you feel like almost as if you're not supposed to be doing it. Almost as if someone out there is better than you and it's only a matter of time before they come along and, and you kind of fall at the wayside. And so you almost don't start something because you're afraid of of someone else's abilities being better than yours but you are clearly very qualified for what you're trying to do and then then I started to think about wow so many people feel this way and we're carrying this and we're not saying anything and it's not it's you know I know I've said it a couple times on the show, you know, seek therapy or go to therapy or, you know, whatever. I'm in the process of my own journey with those kinds of things. Um, 
but there is also the the simple like acknowledgement that you're experiencing this you know if you're feeling right now like whether it's you want to make a change you want to switch careers or you want to start out a hobby and then you're like well if I'm going to start something I want to I want to start it right I want to do it perfect I want to go into this and thinking that what if I'm going to do this, I have to do a full throttle or I can't do it at all because, you know, that's that's my that's my that's the way that I achieve. You know, that that is true. Um, But we've also been conditioned that like we can't change jobs and we can't change our career paths and we can't take a different ability that we might have and maybe go in a different direction because maybe we just feel like, well, this is what I am and this is where I'm kind of supposed to stay or stick. And, you know, I, I, I went to, you know, X amount of schooling. I got X amount of degrees. I can't switch my career now, Pam. I, I can't start that hobby. I'm, I'm, you know, even though I'm very educated, even though I'm very intelligent and I know how to research and I know how to bring forth these different abilities, I can't do that. You know, how is someone going to listen to me? Like, I don't have all those things. Like, they don't want to listen to me. I shouldn't go into politics. I shouldn't go into help my local community because X, Y, Z, I don't have this. I've done this on my record. I've, and you keep talking yourself out of this because this imposter syndrome is like telling you that you shouldn't be who you are supposed to be. You're not supposed to do that because, you know, what if I fail? You know, we guide ourselves through this life thinking that someone that we respect is not going to accept what we what we really want to be doing. So we're not going to do it because, you know, that's going to sacrifice everything or how they think of me. And I don't want to fail. So we live with this fear of failure, which is also part of imposter syndrome. And then there's this misconception that like if you do start something, it has to be a thousand percent perfect or like you can't do it. We're living this like Photoshop life. You know, if, you, if you're if you learning how to do makeup or you've never done makeup and you're like, Mm-mm, it doesn't look the way the influencer looks on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube or the girl on the commercial on TV, I can't do this. You know, my goodness, like it almost feels like a lot of influencers and, and not all because... Obviously, it's not always the same. It's not always the bulk of the group. But so many influencers do promote this like social media following of like you can only promote this product if you have this many followers. And companies have led us this way. And I'm using influencing as an example because that's a little bit more tangible to kind of to use my example for this. But if you want to let's say you want to share with your Instagram followers about the routine that you're living and maybe you just want to you just want to share it it's it's not necessarily something that you want to take skyrocket you just want to share on your Instagram with your personal friends the different things that you do on your day-to-day you know you wake up exercise the food that you eat throughout your day how you keep yourself at peace etc and you're like yeah but I can't do all that because you know, this influencer has this following and I'm not trying to be like that. Or essentially what I'm saying is you're talking yourself out of these different things because you feel even though you have this idea and 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 you have this knowledge, 
you think to yourself, oh, you know, I can't do that. Almost like there's this rule book, this rule book of how you need to be. Otherwise, you're not what you think you are. And I found a list that I liked and and I wanted to share it because if I'm not the only person that's experienced this and I know people that have experienced this personally and not personally, then someone also needs this. You know, if you're listening to this and in any way, shape or form, anything that I say following here sticks out to you, please reach out to me. I want to talk about it. I want to to listen to you, but also I want to like I want to bond with you. I want to know that someone out there listened to me and read this article and was like, "Yeah, no, I definitely get that." So, number 1, you know, that's kind of what I just said, share your feelings, you know, to 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 get started on this list of like how we can cope with this and and surpass it. Share your feelings, you know, yes, bring it up to a trained professional, but also bringing it up to a friend or someone on the outside can really shift your perspective of who you really are. You might be walking around thinking I'm nothing special. I'm just a regular lawyer. I'm just a regular doctor. I'm just a regular dancer. Or maybe you don't think that maybe you just think, yeah, but it's not that big of a deal. It's it's not it's not that essential per se, talk about it. Ask people that you trust to give you the honest feedback. Talk to those people. If, if you talk to them about how you're feeling in, in this almost valid way, they're going to bring you to that perspective of seeing yourself in a better light. Number two, focus on others. I'm a big advocate on this. You know, when you're going through something, Find someone that's going through it and like help them out of it because that will help you. You know, it it it's just it's just like a selfish process, but really you're helping someone and in helping that person, you're helping yourself. You know, I I am an advocate for not pouring out of an empty cup, of course. But sometimes some things are a little bit longer of something that you're going through. And if if you focus on others and you focus on maybe sharing your feelings. This is going to help you to to kind of guide you through that same place. Number three, assess your abilities, which to me means give yourself some credit. You are good at your job. You are good at what you do. You are great at what you bring to the table. List your accomplishments. Sometimes we're so wrapped up in our own heads where we're like, yeah, I'm just this regular person. I'm, I, Yeah, no, I did... I did X amount of time in the military and then I got out and and now I have this job. Like, no, you've done a lot. You have a lot of accomplishments and you should give yourself that credit. Number four, take baby steps. Don't jump out of the gate and try to be perfect because you're going to miss your goal. Those things happen. And you don't want to put yourself in a position where you're almost like proving to yourself like, oh, you see, like I'm, I'm, I didn't do that good. You know, give yourself that credit. Give yourself credit for, for starting. Give yourself th- those little milestones of those baby steps. Number five, 
and I feel like I've been saying this since I got back, use social media moderately. You know, it's true. Social media can really make you feel like you belong and not belong at the same time. You could be surrounded by creators that do what you do and feel like what you're doing is not enough. It makes you almost invalidate how special your gift is. And if you stick around and you overuse social media and you and you overdo this thing, it can almost talk you out of what it is that you're trying to accomplish. It can almost emphasize your imposter syndrome. Number six, stop fighting your feelings, you know, and and what that means is like, if you're feeling like you don't belong, it's probably because you're not supposed to. You know, we, we spend the very bulk of our lives trying to be like everyone else. And we all get to a certain point where we're like, yeah, no, I wasted a lot of time trying to do that when I really love who I am. You know, and, and that is the like grace that we have now as a newer generation where we have access to so much information and we can really be, we can already skip between the time that we're 20 and 35. We could really skip that entire past generation where they waited till they were like 50 or 60 to realize that they didn't want to be like everybody else. You know, we have a whole 30 year advantage on that because of the Internet and the different books and the information we have access to. So stop fighting your feelings that you feel like you don't belong. It's because you don't. It's because you have a different drum that you're supposed to march to because you have a special gift that you're supposed to bring out of yourself. And by fighting your feelings and trying to mold yourself into something that you're not, you're really hurting yourself. And number seven, refuse to let it hold you back. I recently had a friend of mine and and we were talking about something that she had an opportunity she had been presented with. And, you know, she said to me, like, you know, I wanted to ask your opinion, X, Y, Z. And then she said to me that she had a mantra and that it was like, do it anxious. She said, do it anxious. And I'm not going to say her name for the sake of privacy. But if if you're listening to this, thank you for inspiring me and saying, do it anxious, like do it anyway. You know, you you don't want to let your imposter syndrome, which from what I've learned is a form of anxiety. You don't want to let that stop you from being who you're supposed to be. You know, you don't want it to. Yes, things are things are, are some days are harder than others. Like that is life. Nothing is perfect. But I think that's what makes it perfect. You don't want to take to your grave the spirit of of who you're supposed to be, you want to leave that person here. And so I want to leave you guys with just something like a little message that was on my heart. Life is what you make it. Do you want to go to heaven or, or cross over to the other side, depending on what you believe in, and be haunted by all the ghosts of the people that you could have been? Or... Do you want to live all of those lives of the people that you should constantly transform into by living your true and authentic self? You choose. Thank you for listening. Come back again next week for another episode of You the Boss Podcast.